Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I know I say this a ton, but I am seriously so glad that you're here to chat about a topic that is so important to ambitious women like you and me. And that topic is just because you can doesn't mean that you should. But before we dive in, I wanted to tell you about two really cool, totally free ways that we can connect outside of this podcast. So the first way that we can connect is through my email list. It's totally free, and twice a month, I send out really juicy journal prompts to this exclusive email list, and you can hop onto this email list right now. And all you have to do is head over to Instagram at Marie. so that's dr.meggymarie, and you just DM me your email address, and I will add you to the list. And I promise I do not spam you, because I don't know about you, but I hate getting a kajillion email, so I don't do that to you, because I don't like it, so I wouldn't do it to you. <laughs> And I promise if you are an ambitious woman or at all interested in journaling or wanting to empower yourself or think critically, you are going to love this email list. And then number two is Instagram. And that is probably my favorite social media platform. I'm over there a ton. So come on over and say hi. Again, it's just at Dr. Meggie Marie. And I don't have a social media manager or anything like that. It's just actually me doing the posts and interacting with you in the DMs, which I absolutely love. So come say hi. Tell me about your goals and your dreams. And let's just support each other through it. So those are the two ways that we can connect outside of the podcast. And I hope to see you over there on Instagram and on my email list. So That said, let's dive into today's topic. All right, so to tee this up, I actually want to start with a story, and it's a little bit long-ish, so (laughs) buckle up. But as you know, I'm a professor, and I teach in an English department at a school in Iowa. And this year, full transparency, we are a little bit short-staffed. And our area coordinator in our English department divvied out the classes, and we had a few left over that still needed to be filled. And so the coordinator emailed everybody in the department and said, like, hey, I've got an extra class. If you take the class, it'll be overload pay, so it's like $3,000. It's up for grabs, like first come, first serve, whoever wants it. And so out of politeness, (laughs) and I don't know why, I just decided to wait to see if some other people wanted it. And, you know, I sat back, waited, and when nobody jumped on it, I decided to jump on it. And I jumped on it for several reasons. So first, I love feeling useful. And maybe you can connect to that that feeling too, where I just really enjoy being that person who lends a helping hand, especially when it's needed. So for those of us who love to help or we have that sort of drive to be that helper, it feels really good. It feels really good and rewarding and fulfilling to lend your skills or your presence or your expertise in this time of need, right? So 
That's one of the reasons why I decided to do it. The second reason is I really actually enjoy teaching that extra class that they needed somebody to teach. It's an advanced research writing class, which means that I would get to work with upper division students, so like juniors and seniors and maybe a couple of sophomores, and we get to work on these really, really cool extended research projects that they would work on the entire semester. And over the past two years working at my university, I've come up with a really cool theme. (laughs) Not even humble about that whatsoever a really kick-ass theme and a cool rhythm with the schedule that really resonates with students. And I'm already teaching two sections of that same class this semester, so I figured that taking on just one more would fit really well into my schedule and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And side note, just in case you're wondering, (laughs) the theme that I teach with this upper division research class is misperceptions. But anyway, (laughs) that's a whole different conversation. But third, the reason I wanted to take on this extra class was that I, like full transparency, I wanted the extra money, right? And to me, still being a relatively young professional at 31 years old, you know, who spent a lot of her 20s in grad school and making a grad student salary, like... $3,000 extra dollars is a lot of money to me. And who couldn't use an extra $3,000 anyway for savings, for bills, or student loans, or like an emergency fund, or even like a gift to charity, like whatever it is. If you ask me, $3,000 extra dollars is a great chunk of change to do something with. So those are the reasons that I was going to take that extra class. And after I took it, that would mean that I would be teaching six classes this semester. So five of those classes would be in person, one of those would be online. And at first, I felt really good about that because throughout all of this last year, um, teaching, I taught way more classes than that. I taught like nine classes in the fall and like eight classes in the spring and Um, At the time of this recording, I'm actually just finishing up teaching two classes this summer. So when I looked at my schedule for this coming fall and I saw six total classes, I was kind of like, wow, this is going to be a breeze because there's so much evidence to prove that I can handle teaching that many classes based on past performance and a past workload. Also, all while navigating a pandemic, right? And honestly, as an added bonus too, teaching these six classes was really exciting to me because it was a pretty balanced load. I would have three research writing classes, one creative writing class, one major authors class, and then a film and theater class of the American Dream online. So the point is (laughs) that I was really confident that I could handle it, handle that load, six classes, because I've handled so much more in the past. And yet... (laughs) A few days went by after I picked up that extra class and some unexpected stuff started to happen for me personally and with my family that just honestly has caused a lot of stress and it's a lot to process and deal with and we're still learning things and it's just kind of an emerging situation and I'm not going to go into all of that here today, what we're navigating, but The stress of this situation that we are trying to figure out, coupled with all of the planning that I need to do for the start of the semester and some of the new classes I have to prep that I've never taught before, as well as stepping into a new professor role at my university where there's teaching and committee work and service to do just feels like way too much. Parts of it are really, really exciting, but all of it together, the entire picture in this particular season of life that I'm in is just way too much. So much so that, sorry if this is TMI, that my period was ridiculously late and just the stress just keeps mounting. And 
I know that's TMI, (laughs) but I'm just being honest. So ultimately, what this made me realize, this entire situation, is that just because there's past evidence to indicate that I can handle a huge workload doesn't mean that I should force myself to do it again. Because if I'm being 100% honest, and you know that I am on this podcast, we like to keep it real, when I put pen to paper and I think and I journal it out and dig down deep and I think past that desire to feel useful and I push past that desire to make more money, I truly, honestly, from the tip of my toes to the crown of my head, do not want to teach that many classes in the current season of life that I'm in where I need to, number one, make my family and my hormonal health a priority, a serious, serious priority. And number two, to continue to podcast and to write and to launch all this really awesome stuff that I have in the works right now to support and empower women because that is what truly, truly fills me up and just brings me so much joy. And number three, to focus on stepping into this more semi-permanent position at my university as a visiting assistant professor rather than the adjunct role that I had for the first couple of years where I work. And that, of course, comes with more responsibilities in addition to teaching. So what I'm saying is that I can't make my family, my hormonal health, the podcast, all the stuff I have in the works to empower women and my job priorities if I am taking on too much work. And after talking about it with my husband, Roger, we agreed that I really did, considering the circumstances and everything going on, and to really put my money where my mouth is in terms of my priorities, that I needed to reach out to the area coordinator and back out of the class for personal reasons. And of course, the second you know I decided that, it felt perfectly aligned. It felt like the right thing to do. But of course, I'm a human, so I immediately went to that place of, you know, oh my gosh, the area coordinator is going to be so pissed at me. They're going to tell me to suck it up or, you know, fire me or something like that, right? And in addition to all those crappy stories I was telling myself, I felt this immense burrowing guilt in the pit of my stomach. And if you're that person who feels guilty when you back out of things, I know that you know what I'm talking about. And Even though I really didn't want to do it, gosh, every fiber of my being was just resisting like, no, uh, you don't want to do this. But I did it anyway because I owed it to myself and to my family and to my students and to you, the woman that I want to empower because I want to be the example of someone who makes something a priority and sticks with it and actually acts in accordance to that priority. And in this particular season, to be the best version of me possible and to empower myself to show up how I need to show up is by taking on less work because I don't want to be overwhelmed. I don't want to be exhausted and I really don't want to be miserable. So despite the scary email (laughs) that I had to send, I sent it off and guess what? Nothing happened. None of those crappy stories that I was telling myself that I was going to be fired, (laughs) that I was going to be blacklisted or like just, you know, that person that people glare at at faculty meetings. None of that happened. The area coordinator didn't make me feel guilty. She didn't yell at me. She didn't even ask anybody else in the department to cover the class. She's just simply going to cancel the class and we're going to move the section to the spring when it actually can be covered. And not only that, but she also told me that she was proud of me and that I needed to do what I needed to do for me at this time and in this season. 
So I'm immensely grateful to our area coordinator for just being so understanding and a really great example of a leader who's empathetic and compassionate. So yeah, anyway, I know that was a really long story, so let me tie it up here in a nice, neat little bow for you. So as wildly capable women, we tend to take on a lot. And most of the time, we have more than enough prior evidence and experience that we can handle a ton of stuff. But at the same time, I think it's really important for us to think critically about that evidence and to really assess whether we want to take on more work like that in the current season that we're in. And if the answer is no, no, I can't handle this right now. No, I don't need this extra work in my life right now. Then girl, you owe it to yourself and everyone else that is going to benefit as a byproduct for you to change your damn mind. And at the end of the day, we are not machines. <laughs> and just because you might technically be able to handle something like more work or an extra shift or whatever it is, it doesn't mean that you should automatically do it, especially if it doesn't feel aligned for you. Because when you think about it, we only get one life, one shot at this life on this planet. And it's 100% a waste of that beautiful life, if you ask me, if you live it stressed out and overworked and overwhelmed and miserable, all because you feel like you have to take on another project or you have to teach another class or you have to do whatever it is. So we need to be our own advocates and we need to dig deep and we need to act in accordance with our values and our priorities so that we can show up for our one life that we get as the best version of ourselves in whatever season that we're in. So girl, please do not let society or your boss or your coworker or whoever it is make you feel guilty for saying no and sticking to your values and honoring the season of life that you're in. So if you need to slow down, slow down. Or if you need to take on less work, then do that. Do whatever it is that you need to do to empower yourself to be okay. And I'm just going to say it one more time, just in case you're cruising down the freeway and there's a loud ass semi passing you, or there's a dog barking on your walk as you do a little loop in your neighborhood. I want you to remember that just because you can technically do something doesn't mean that you have to, or that you should, you know, in your gut, in your heart, in your soul of souls, what feels right and what's right for you to do. So I want you to do that. And if you're like me and somewhat indecisive sometimes or just really easily persuaded by the guilt (laughs) that you can feel, right, um, in situations like this where you have to back out of something or you're thinking of saying no, I've got a couple of journal prompt questions that can maybe help you out a little bit with this. So if you're in a position to do so, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, and journal out these questions. And obviously, if you're not in a position to do this, never you worry. (laughs) I will drop all all of this stuff in the show notes so that you can go and do it later when you have the time or when you're able. So what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it to take on this extra work? If I don't take on this extra work, what are the consequences? And if I do take on this extra work, what are the consequences? And after you're done, you know, like 5, 10, 15 minutes of just journaling through these questions, really deeply sitting with them and thinking about them, Look back at what you wrote. Look at it, share it with a friend, share it with a partner, share it with a sibling, share it with a therapist, share it with someone and walk through what you think. Because a lot of the time we look outside ourselves for answers when really the answers are inside of ourselves this entire time. So 
journal it out, see what happens, and I think you're going to find the answers that you need. Thank you so much for being here. I greatly appreciate you, and I hope that this episode made sense and resonated with you in some way, shape, or form. I'm sure that there's some exceptions to what we've talked about here today, but we're not talking about those exceptions. So if this episode resonated with you, please, please reach out to me on Instagram. And while we're speaking about Instagram, if you want to hop onto that totally free email list, DM me on Instagram at dr.meggymarie, D-R-dot-M-E-G-G-Y-M-A-R-I-E on Instagram. DM me your email address and I will add you to the list. I love you. I believe in you. Now go out there and have a fantastic rest of your day. And I will chat with you again here soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.